No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where King Jeroboam's son becomes sick. His wife goes to Ahijah the prophet, but he gives her more than she could have ever imagined. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 1 Kings chapter 14 on Simply the Bible. We don't always consider the outcome of our choices when we make them. But it has been said that we make our choices and then they turn and make us. This is certainly true of King Jeroboam. God made him king of the northern kingdom of Israel, but he refused to walk in the ways of the Lord, even after being warned by a prophet. Instead, Jeroboam introduced the nation to idolatry. But a day of reckoning was coming, and it began with a family illness. We continue today in 1 Kings chapter 14. At that time, Abijah, the son of Jeroboam, became sick. And Jeroboam said to his wife, Please arise and disguise yourself, that they may not recognize you as the wife of Jeroboam, and go to Shiloh. Indeed, Ahijah the prophet is there who told me that I would be king over this people. Also take with you ten loaves, some cakes, and a jar of honey, and go to him. He will tell you what will become of the child. And Jeroboam's wife did so. She arose and went to Shiloh and came to the house of Ahijah. But Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were glazed by reason of his age. Abijah was the crown prince of Jeroboam. We don't know how old he was. The Hebrew word used for child here covers a range of age from infant to young adulthood. He was old enough that after he died, he was mourned over by the entire nation, meaning that they pinned their hopes on him as Jeroboam's successor. Jeroboam sent his wife to the prophet because he wanted to find out what would happen to his child, not because he wanted to know the will of God. Now, why did he send his wife and not go himself? Probably because he felt guilty that he hadn't heeded Ahijah's instructions. Or it could be because he was too proud to let anyone see him going to a prophet of the Lord. Either way, he was making his wife do his dirty work. Many women are very capable leaders, but it is a sign of weakness when a man abdicates his God-given role and passes it off to his wife. Jeroboam should have faced the music himself, even though it would have been a dissonant symphony. Jeroboam told his wife to disguise herself so that the people wouldn't suspect anything, but she would also try to deceive the prophet. Ahijah had originally told Jeroboam that God would take away ten tribes from David's house and give them to him to rule. The continuance of his dynasty would be contingent upon him walking in the ways of the Lord, which of course he did not do. The gift for Ahijah of bread cakes and honey was what a common person might bring and not what one would expect to receive from a king. Now the Lord had said to Ahijah, here is the wife of Jeroboam coming to ask you something about her son for he is sick. 
Thus and thus you shall say to her, for it will be when she comes in that she will pretend to be another woman. The Lord spoke to Ahijah, telling him that Jeroboam's wife was on her way and that she was disguising herself. Because he was listening to God, Ahijah could see more in his blindness than Jeroboam and his wife could see having sight. It has been said that there are none so blind as those who will not see. On the other hand, those who are spiritually tuned in know things. Psalm 25, 14 said the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him and he will show them his covenant. Amos 3, 7 says, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. This tells us that if we are walking with the Lord, then we can trust him to show us what we need to know and keep us from deception and harm. He is faithful to warn us through his word, but are we faithful to listen? How foolish it was for Jeroboam and his wife to think that they could fool the prophet of the Lord. We cannot hide anything from God. All our ways and all our thoughts are exposed before him. Therefore, it's foolish to be the actor before God. And so it was when Ahijah heard the sound of her footsteps as she came through the door, he said, Come in, wife of Jeroboam. Why do you pretend to be another person? For I have been sent to you with bad news. Ahijah exposed the woman's secrets. In the New Testament, we are told that when the gift of prophecy is at work in the church, then the secrets of people's hearts will be exposed. They'll fall on their faces in worship and say that God is among us. 1 Corinthians 14.25 Therefore, we should desire the gift of prophecy. Now Jeroboam sent his wife to the prophet to seek the fortune of his son. Instead, Ahijah told her that the Lord had sent him with a message for Jeroboam, and it was bad news. Go tell Jeroboam, thus says the Lord God of Israel, because I exalted you from among the people and made you ruler over my people Israel and tore the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to you. And yet you have not been as my servant David, who kept my commandments and who followed me with all his heart to do only what was right in my eyes. But you have done more evil than all who were before you, for you have gone and made for yourself other gods and molded images to provoke me to anger and have cast me behind your back. David was the standard for every other king of Israel and Judah. God had given Jeroboam ten tribes of David's kingdom, but he had not been as David who followed the Lord with all his heart and kept the Lord's commandments. Instead, Jeroboam had done more evil than Saul David and Solomon combined, for he had made two golden calves and led the nation into idolatry. He had cast the Lord behind his back, which speaks of a violent act of rebellion. Therefore, behold, I will bring disaster on the house of Jeroboam, and I will cut off from Jeroboam every male in Israel, bond and free. I will take away the remnant of the house of Jeroboam as one takes away refuse until it is all gone. The dogs shall eat whoever belongs to Jeroboam and dies in the city and the birds of the air 
shall eat whoever dies in the field, for the Lord has spoken. For Jeroboam to cause the nation to turn away from the Lord and follow his new religion was a severe sin and would be punished with a severe curse. God would destroy both him and his descendants. And the Lord would make a clean sweep of Jeroboam's family as people sweep out dung from the floor of a barn. Rather than receiving a decent burial, the bodies of his descendants would be eaten by dogs and vultures. Arise, therefore go to your own house. When your feet enter the city, the child shall die. And all Israel shall mourn for him and bury him, for he is the only one of Jeroboam who shall come to the grave, because in him there is found something good toward the Lord God of Israel in the house of Jeroboam. What tragic news this would be for Jeroboam's wife to hear. As soon as she came to her home city, her son would die. Rather than this being punishment against the child, it was because God saw something good in their son and would spare him from the wickedness of Jeroboam's house. When a child dies unexpectedly, people sometimes say, how could God take this child so soon? But think of the evil that the child will never experience. We don't always understand God's ways. Abijah would be the only one in Jeroboam's house who would be buried because God considered him to be good. Moreover, the Lord will raise up for himself a king over Israel who shall cut off the house of Jeroboam. This is the day. What? Even now. Within two years, Ahijah's prophecy would come true when a man named Baasha would kill Jeroboam's son Nadab and all of Jeroboam's descendants. For the Lord will strike Israel as a reed is shaken in the water. He will uproot Israel from this good land which he gave to their fathers and will scatter them beyond the river because they have made their wooden images provoking the Lord to anger. And he will give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam who sinned and who made Israel sin. Ahijah even predicted the captivity of the northern kingdom of Israel. Jeroboam, through his wickedness, set in motion events that could not be reversed. Because of his false religious system, the entire nation would be deported from the promised land into the area beyond the river Euphrates. This would happen in 722 BC when the Assyrians would defeat Israel. God would give up these northern tribes, but not permanently. For the prophets and revelations speak of all 12 tribes being reunited in the millennial kingdom of Christ. God not only sees the choices we make in the moment, but also their final outcome. And we would be wise to consider the end zone of our choices. If you continue to live the way you have in the last week or month, then where will you be a year from now? In five years, 20 years, 100 years. Even if you don't live to see the end zone of your choices here on earth, how will they affect your children and grandchildren? As David was the standard of righteousness for the kings of Israel and Judah, Jeroboam would become the standard of wickedness. Sadly, there was not a single good king in all the history 
of the northern kingdom of Israel. Jeroboam had set the bar very low, and no one in Israel rose above it. Then Jeroboam's wife arose and departed and came to Tirzah. When she came to the threshold of the house, the child died. And they buried him, and all Israel mourned for him according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke through his servant Ahijah the prophet. When the child died, as Ahijah had said, then it proved that all the other words of the prophet would come to pass. Now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he made war and how he reigned. Indeed, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the King of Israel. The period that Jeroboam reigned was 22 years, so he rested with his fathers. Then Nadab his son reigned in his place. Today's story teaches us that it is foolish to think we can cast God and his commandments behind our back with impunity. Our choices, whether good or bad, will determine our final destiny. Thankfully, even though we have all made bad choices, God has made provision for our sins through Christ's death on the cross. We need merely to reach out to him by faith and repentance to receive his redemption that changes our destiny forever. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Next week, we'll see where Rehoboam and his son Abijam reign in Judah. Because they refuse to walk in the ways of David, they provoke the Lord to jealousy. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 1 Kings on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible